following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Go, Bill. It's Monday after a Cowboys win. Victory Monday? It is a Victory Monday. And what am I not hearing? There you go. I think he just wanted to beg. I think I heard uh, Mike McCarthy say that after the game in the locker room. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. Monday. It means a victory fight song. The stampede. It's a victory over Washington, no less. And Chris Beam asleep at the wheel. (laughs) When you you hear that song, you think of Washington. That's exactly right. That's the first team. That's right. Ah, yes. As predicted, here inside the star (laughs) in Frisco, a Cowboys win on Sunday in Landover, Maryland at FedEx Field. And the Cowboys now have a commanding three-game lead in the UFC with four games to go. Did you guarantee that win? I did not have to guarantee it. You didn't have to guarantee it. The head coach supposedly guaranteed it, although I never heard the word guarantee. I never did either. Well, we did. We did. We co signed his statement, though. That's That's right. right. Yes, we did. In fact, on. on Friday, we all co-signed it mm-hmm. with our predictions. And, uh, and okay, let's start there. What was your prediction, Everson? I was one point off. Twenty-eight to twenty was my score. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight twenty. But I said Diggs would get a pick, and uh, he actually had a tough game. Well, you uh, had what did you have, Mickey? Twenty-four twenty-one. Twenty-four twenty-one and, and CD Lamb. Huh. Wonder what mine was. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Bill was twenty-seven to seventeen, so you blew it. All right, next, next subject. Next subject. Go ahead. What's going on? No, no, that's the it. pick to click. Oh, what pick to click? I can't read that. I don't know. Carson, Mike, Carson, uh, Carson, 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 Carson. <laughs> so you can't go wrong if you yeah, pick Carson. Carson's right. just my yeah. pick to click. No, 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 down. no. But really, for real, as good as he's been playing. This was it. I mean, this was like, whoa, this guy really could be another Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just really could be it. A rookie that wins Defensive Player of the Year. And, and Mickey's, Mickey's the one who discovered him. No one else had discovered him. It was Mickey <laughs> no, who discovered him. No, I'm the one that said. <laughs> who needs? What if? Who needs? If not just a linebacker, what if he's Lawrence Taylor? And mm-hmm. somebody said, oh, you're going to go there? And I said, Okay, you watch. Dude, he is. He is. And now everybody's bringing up Lawrence Taylor's name. It is mm-hmm. crazy. He is. He is taking over games by himself, just setting the tone. Well, and you should have seen what they were trying to do too to him. When you go back and look at it, they were trying. They they were trying to double him with two offensive linemen. They tried to depending on which way he went. Right. right? They tried. Blocking him with a tight end, silliness. Yeah. Yeah. And wound Ron up with Re- a running back on him yeah. one time. Ron Rivera <laughs> should have worried more about <laughs> more, worried more about Randy Gregory and Micah Parsons than what Mike McCarthy had to say. Mm. And then they were trying to chip him with a running back. Yeah, that ain't going to work, right? That five-man front, no matter where they put him, was dangerous because they caused him to single block everybody across the middle to the point they left their poor center get hurt because Neville Gallimore ran over him for a sack. My brothers, my brothers, did y'all? That was just amazing. I don't think I've seen. For, you know, I'm sure I hope they're okay. I get all that. But that had to be the most embarrassing, dominating play I've seen in a long time. I mean, not only did he bull rush the center. Yes. And to, into the quarterback. He injured both of them. <laughs> yeah. both of them not just one of them. Field. He injured both of them. They're both laying on the ground. <laughs> and Randy Gregory's going over there crazy like, dude, what? Is, who, are, who are you? Oh, my God. What happened? 
<laughs> oh, man, I, it was the most – that particular play was typical of how they felt about Washington's offense. Yeah. They just disrespected them. Did we blitz much at all? I don't know if, if you, you consider want to call bringing five. Bringing five is a blitz, but, you know, when he's lined up in the line of scrimmage, what do you think he's doing? Yeah. Especially when it's passing situation. He's not playing strong side linebacker. You know, he's probably coming. And, and, and the, the play – at the end, uh, when Gregory forced the fumble, mm-hmm. he just beat Demarcus Lawrence to it because Demarcus Lawrence, um, and <laughs> they doubled Demarcus Lawrence on the left side of the Cowboys line, and he still got there. And had had Randy not forced the guy in, he would have gone right into Demarcus Lawrence. It, it, it was like a feeding frenzy. You know, the other thing about it, when they bring <laughs> it those five... Like, it was a feeding frenzy. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> when they bring those five, even if they run a draw play, you feel pretty good that Parsons, or especially Parsons or Demarcus Lawrence, can come off the the pass rush and right. tackle the ball carrier if they ran a draw play or something. So they're, they're protected even if uh, they don't throw the football. Right. You right. Know? See, Just their athleticism and their ability that they've already shown, demonstrated that they can play the run as well. I know everybody wanted to make a deal out of the five sacks, all right? But they also had four tackles for losses, nine quarterback hits, and eight passes defensed, meaning they got their hands on eight passes, not to mention forcing. No one keeps that record. No one forcing that, three that's, fumbles. That's, that's, a high, that's a high number of passes. Right, defense. to get your hands on I don't on. think I've ever heard that number as far as well, passes it was almost, in one game. It was almost like the passes Washington was throwing up. It was like 50-50 balls. Well, we'll just see what happens here. Well, they hit on one, right? Because he should have got a pass – Almost defensed mm-hmm. on the touchdown because yeah. his hand was right in there. the air yeah. with yeah. the ball. I don't know he, he if Lawrence Armstrong got credited with a pass defensed on on uh, Randy Gregory's interception or not, but they actually had two passes defensed on one pass right there. Randy knocked yeah. it up in the air, but prior to that, Dorrance Armstrong got his hand on it. Great timing. That's hard to time something like that. Mm. Yeah, and then just to be able to jump that high and make that kind of move, have that kind of body control. It, it, from an instant, you know, it's not like he planned that. Oh, he tipped it. Oh, let me adjust my angle. No, he just kind of reacted. Boom, went up. That's and Armstrong that. benefited from all those other guys being there. He ended up with six tackles. He had a, a pass down too. A pass yeah. defensed. Uh, a so forced he, he fumble. Probably got credit for it. Then. A fumble recovery. They should put that in there. He had a touchdown game. and a he touchdown a too. Yeah. He had a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had a game. So from a defensive standpoint. Uh, this was about as dominating uh, as I think we've seen a Cowboys defense in, in quite some time. And I understand, you know, Heineke, Kyle Allen, that's fine. But they shut down Washington's running game uh, that— uh, That was as impressive as anything. Is that, like five—I think it was five of six games, they had at least 112 yards rushing and twice 190 yards rushing. Going into that game, and they shut them down. And Which the other thing forced them into second and ten, throw, third and ten. Right. Yep. And I don't think I've ever seen a halftime stat like this. Washington's <laughs> net I passing yards at I halftime was minus seven. Minus seven yards. <laughs> minus seven. I saw that. Oh my goodness. And then the game ended up twenty-seven. 20. I know what is going on. But I, you know what I liked about this? This is one of those games I'm always, you know, throwing love to Pittsburgh and Baltimore about how they win ugly no matter what. You know, they could easily stumble and, and do something stupid and, and just flip all over them stel- themselves. Uh, this game was that game. This win was that game. It was controlled defensively no matter how much our offense was screw up. We got this. This is easy. The frenzy is on, like you say. It's a feeding frenzy. And that's... That's the kind of playoff football that you want. That's playoff football on the road, hostile stadium, uh, a team that came in with what four and four four wins straight. straight. Yep. I mean, I don't know who those wins were, but one was Tampa Bay. Come on now, Tampa Bay, Carolina. The last one was Vegas. Vegas. 
And, uh, uh, and and in this day and time, the way these games are, the way everyone's beating everyone, Seattle, any yeah. any wins a quality win. The Raiders, it's, Seattle, any wins a quality Panthers win. and Bucks, yeah, yeah. And and they hadn't given up more than uh, twenty one points uh, in any of those four games, in fifteen in the last two. Well, so they again, still haven't given up more. That's than true. They yeah, still, I got you. Yeah. They still yeah. gave up twenty, but uh, but still. You know, that's a decent defense. And and the Cowboys' problems, and I know we'll get into that, but they got they moved the football, they got to the red zone, and they only converted one of, well, really five attempts in the red zone mm-hmm. into a touchdown because the last one they ended up at the 19 right. at the end of the game, and they didn't care. But but they, they, were, they were moving it, and then they got inside the 20, and they bogged down and had to kick field goals. Otherwise, this thing could have been 45 to 14. But, you know, I, I, on the other hand, the defense put them in such good field position all the time. Right. It's still a big disappointment. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you could, you could say how close we were, but, you know, you were set up well more times than not by the defense. So I saw after the game when they shook hands, McCarthy and Rivera, uh-huh. there was a little smile yeah, going on. Was, they were exchanging pleasantries. Yeah, right. it was almost like Rivera knew what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, McCarthy yeah, knew what, yeah, McCarthy what he was doing. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. They kind of Now, I, I think probably I would love, maybe NFL Films will, maybe it'll come out at some point this week, the actual audio of what was said. Right, right. But one of them said to the other one, Probably something about uh, winning the game, you right. know, the guarantee, quote unquote guarantee, and they laughed about it. Yeah. I, I bet you. Yeah, I told you so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, could you see Mike McCarthy being that guy, you know, <laughs> no. Buddy Ryan type of guy? You know, come on, no, that's, uh-huh. that's just you can't even see that. And Rivera's not either. That not at all. Guy, not know? at all, man. <laughs> and I'm sure he probably said no. No harm intended, and Rivera probably said, "Oh, say, yeah, I know, right? I know. Just had to say." Well, they may I have, have said, say. they may have talked before the game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but it I, it was interesting. Yeah. And, uh, all right, so I'm uh, looking at my – we're going to get into the end of the game in the next segment. How's that? Yeah, that okay. sounds real all good. All right, and all right, so others who uh, off the top you want to point out? So before we go any further – I keep hearing people wanting to know, okay, you know, how close are they to wrapping up the NFC East with four games to go? Mm-hmm. So if, if I've got this figured out correctly, their magic number to clinch is three, meaning any amount of Cowboys victories uh, and or Washington or Philadelphia losses that get to three would eliminate, depending on which of them lose, uh, then the Cowboys would clinch. So here's the easy way to look at it. If the Cowboys win two more games, Washington can't get to 11 because there's only four games left and they're stuck at six right now, right? Same thing with Philadelphia. If the Cowboys win two more games. And if the Cowboys win two games and beat Philadelphia, they can't get to 11. Uh, so and they've got to play each other. So They're somebody's playing this lose. week. That's right. Two of the next three games they play each other. Here's somebody's the, got to lose. Here's the easy way that I look at it. Okay, if the Cowboys beat the Giants this week, the loser of the Washington Philadelphia game is out. Is mm-hmm. out exactly. Right. And then if it happens to be Washington winning, then if the Cowboys beat them then the next week, then that clinches the division. Right. So the other thing that will clinch it. And I realize it doesn't a happen tie. very often. <laughs> but if Washington, if Dallas wins and Washington and Philadelphia tie, the Cowboys would win the division. Because neither Sunday. neither of them could, yeah, catch right. up with them. Right? right? They don't yeah. have enough wins. So there you go. And if you look at it, nine wins—that's more than they've had since. It's a winning season. Hey, right? this is a winning season. That's right. How many people predicted a winning season before the season started? I did. Because they were judging off of 6-10, and 10, right? I asked you guys before, did you have a pre, preseason? Yeah, I had them in the Super Bowl. Uh, no, record-wise. <laughs> record-wise. I think, yeah, let's see, with a 17-game season, it's confusing. I had them at 10 or 11 wins. I had 10. Yeah. I had 10. I said that they would reverse last year's. 
So it was six and ten. Six and ten so and I said ten and six, and Man, I'm like, okay, yeah, wait, yeah, I'm one game off. Struggle yeah. down the stretch. Yeah. So it was either going to be eleven and eleven and six or ten and seven. Hey, hey, there's the other part of this. That best record in the NFC is yes. is within reach. I mean, and pay close attention to this game tonight. The game tonight, that's Arizona right. is this hosting is the Rams game tonight. tonight. Arizona has two losses right in now. In Arizona, right? It's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now, the Rams also, they're sitting there. They could uh, – I don't have the, these standings in front of I me. I do. But, okay. Well, they have three losses. They have three. So, if the Rams lose, they would have the same record as the Cowboys at 9-4. and four. Right. All right. And then the only other two teams that are between Dallas and Arizona are Tampa Bay and Green Bay, who are both 10-3 and three right now. And one game – yeah, one game ahead of them. Right. So, so it's and very, Tampa Bay has the tie. So break. if if the Rams beat the Cardinals tonight, then Arizona, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay would all be ten and three. Dallas and the Rams would be nine and four. They're and, not going to beat them. And here Arizona's winning this game. And here's the key thing on all that too: the Cowboys are seven and one in the NFC. They have the best NFC conference record against NFC teams. Impressive. So. Um, and that's the s- second tiebreaker, I believe, when it comes to the seating. So they're sitting pretty there. How is Arizona's uh, schedule on the way out? Arizona has to play Detroit, Indianapolis, Dallas, and Seattle. <laughs> So and that Indy game is going to be tough. Is, Indies, yeah. That's going to be tough. Yeah, Indy's tough. So, love, what, to so really, what we're looking at the if the Cowboys could really use a, if we're if we're intent on catching Arizona, is have the Rams beat Arizona tonight, and then the Cowboys if they can basically win out, and then they and which would mean a victory over Arizona, they would have the same record as Arizona and have the tiebreaker if it wound up in a head-to-head, Two. a two-way right. tie. Mm-hmm. And that, but now you've also got to deal with Tampa Bay and Green Bay uh, in that scenario. And here's the other thing. Even if you don't get the top seed, if you get the second seed, you're playing a lesser team yeah. of the wild card dudes. Right. So. Uh, there's some there's something to be said for playing out this season. So I mean, as it stands right now, though, Dallas is the has the fourth best record of the division leaders. Arizona number one, and then Tampa Bay and Green Bay are at two and three, and then Dallas at four. So you would right. That is not ideal because you would end be up facing the fifth seed the in, the, in the first round of the playoffs. And at there this point, go. it would be the Rams. Damn. So. I don't know that you want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> We've been down that road before. <laughs> too, many, right. too many times. Hey, he right? wasn't even here. 1980, remember? <laughs> Cowboys, Rams. Billy, was it Billy Waddy? Remember? <laughs> Catching going across the field, touchdown, Hail Mary. Like, come on, what's that going on? That was before you corrected things in that Cowboys secondary. Except That's right, baby. Yeah. Except That's for right. 83 and 85. <laughs> yeah, well, I was there for that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just running the football. Yes, game. yes, yeah. I still have a little. Eric Dickerson I still have a little horseshoe on my hand. Yeah, he put it right on my hand right there. Eric Dickerson, who, by the way, went into the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. How did it take him that long to get into the College Football Hall of Fame? Oh. Oh. I don't know. Oh. SMU, maybe? And he talks too much on documentaries. Yeah. You should sometimes just be quiet. All right. Pony Express. All right. We gallop into our next segment in just a moment. And, oh, there won't be as much positivity in this next segment of Mix Shots. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? 
Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back. The Shots. Dak Prescott is the Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. (laughs) Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Dak. Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. All right. Boy, that, Very was, good. that was degree of difficulty. God. was real high on that. W-P-O- oh, you got down W-P-M-O-Y on all of that, W-P-M-O-Y challenge. I thought you were just making stuff up at first, but I think you actually made sense. And then you talk about faith, fight, and finish. There you go. And yesterday morning, a member of our crew had a lot of faith. He had a lot of fight. And he finished his outdoor run, I am seeing here, (laughs) at the Dallas Half Marathon. Not the full marathon. Not the full marathon. But the half marathon. Everson Walls. I've got the details. You wanted to reveal the details? Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right. Everson Walls, total calories burned, 2,061. In a from 9:11 a.m. until 11:52 a.m., mm-hmm. two hours and 41 minutes, he covered 13.15 miles. And you know what your average heart rate was? <laughs> I think it was like 149. 149. Holy That's crazy, cow. bro. Uh, and my heart does not beat fast at all. I'm, I, we have slow heart. Average pace: 12 minutes, 16 seconds a mile. Dude, that would, I didn't start walking until almost 4.57. And after that, I couldn't stop st- stopping, <laughs> you know? And so when I walk, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to walk, I, I'm going to walk real fast. So uh, about 15 minutes of my pace walking. But the job, oh, man, I, I stopped so many times. I stopped so many times, but I still got that time. So that, that, that's the only. And your buddy, Timmy Newsom, former cowboy, you were on his heels. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> he uh, was 233. And Tim usually does full marathons. He travels wow. to do full marathons. For some reason, he says when he's at home, he only does half. I don't know why that is. And of course, who else are we talking about? Scott, Scott Purcell. Purcell. We did the full marathon. Full marathon. He was the man. He mm-hmm. went four hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Man, that's something else. Mickey, what's the farthest you've ever run? 10K. Okay. Did it? Eight miles? Did it? No. Uh, what is that? Six, six point, is it six? Yeah, 6.2. 6. 6. 6. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did it about three three times. Although one time I was like, went out way too fast. <laughs> and I got within two miles of the finish, mile and a half. And I made the mistake on a very hot day to run through. Somebody was hosing everybody down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then went through the water. And then all of a sudden, I felt my body getting chills. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I've finished this thing twice. I am not going to pass out th- th- this you third quit? time. I quit and walked. You quit. I, I walked the rest of the way. Oh, but you finished. Oh, I oh, finished. Okay. Yeah, yeah, as long as but, you finished. But, yeah. but when I stopped, I was at a buddy's house, and I sat and drank two beers. <laughs> so you finished. But I finished. Ish. And I said, you know what? I'm not. And it was finished. 
finishing at at, at Furrow Field in Columbia. And I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to run after I walked the last, basically last half mile. I said, I'm not going to get to the track and make a triumphant uh, run around for the 440. And I walked. No, no, I I, I did the same. I, I was, man, after a while, when you stop so many times, it's really easier to stop every time. And I'm thinking about you. I could just hear, you know, the more times you stop, the closer you are to quitting. I could just, that's what went through my head when I was, and I, I, I swear, that's what went through my head. So I was like, uh-uh, I'm going to keep on going. So I was Mickey like, inspiring. Yeah, but yeah, he despired me. I had, I had all these friends coming by because we were sitting out in his front yard. And they're going, come on, let's go. I go, no, I'm done. That's yeah. it. I'm done. <laughs> No, I, I I made the, the trot in though. Yeah, I, and, and I, then I mustered the, up that much energy after I walked a lot. And then the yeah. proof that I could do it again uh, at some point when I lived here, I did it in um, Las Colinas. I ran a, a 10k, and I finished. And this was, was the 50th, so it's kind of special. This 50th. Yeah, that was cool. Said, Good for you. Not to take anything away from your two-hour and 41-minute. <laughs> the winner, I, the I winner know. of the full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> was what two, two hours, one two hour, hours, twenty minutes, two hours and change. Yeah, I saw him. Oh, you can, can you imagine? You're that? running right by them because at one point they're running, you know, alongside, but the rope is between us. And dude, they're just—they don't even look human. They're just—they're just lean and just, you know, some some short, and they just—they had—they're just like the whole time. I mean, you know, you're talking a six-minute mile. <laughs> For for twenty six miles. That's crazy. I, mean, I can't crazy. run. I can't run one mile in six dude, minutes. Dude, I almost locked up a couple of times. I mean, that's I've never your legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. my hamstrings were just dying. It was, it was bad. It was bad. Well, speaking well, of locking up in the fourth quarter, <laughs> about it. on the stretch, doing the, the stretch home. All right. <laughs> so, what's your take on it? A what was uh, I described it as a near colossal collapse. <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I, I've seen that happen oh, before shoot. with Washington, right? Remember the uh, – what was the play? That was a, there, was a, there was an interception and then a face mask that got Washington into field goal range mm-hmm. for the final play, and they kicked a winning field that goal was... against the Cowboys, right? Yep. I didn't really feel that kind of doom, but I was concerned on how we are – not performing when we really need to perform well. Well, you know how I described it afterwards. I said, you know, at the beginning, the Cowboys, uh, the way they played, took your breath away. Yeah. And by the time it finished, they had you holding <laughs> right. your breath. You know, it, 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 it's kind of getting to be a pattern. That, and this concerns it's, me. It's just uh, like the New Orleans game the week before. Yeah. What yeah. happens when you cannot run the football mm-hmm. effectively because you can't close out games? And to get that extra possession to kill the clock – you're kind of forced to go, okay, I'm going to have to throw it here and let's throw a safe pass. And for some reason, Dak's decision wasn't good. I know there was a guy in his face, but, but I think he, he should have seen but him way that before point, that. But at that point, you just got to throw it away. No, but he should, he should have seen him way before the guy came into his view. Uh, and I, we've been getting this pattern here with him down the stretch. All, it's like he loses his confidence, and it has nothing to do with technique. His shoulder looks fine. The flight of the ball is great. His leg's fine. He Everybody's loses, like something's wrong he with him loses, physically. He loses his touch, and he's becoming more and more hesitant in the situations where we need a play. Uh, I think there is still too much hesitancy in uh, not wanting to run. I think that although he ran, but, but the, he but ran. The, but there he, are times, ran for a there are times down. when he should make up his mind immediately if you have that much confidence in running. I th- I, the way I look at it is that was a situation where you need not to make a play. In uh, from this, don't take a chance. You you can't. And the same thing happened in the New Orleans game where it's a double digit lead. And remember, and remember the play You're on the interception. Stuff. On You're the interception, it's like there was uh, they were panicked. It was a twenty to ten game, and the Cowboys were acting as if they were behind twenty to ten, trying to get this playoff and make sure everybody's on the same page and everything going crazy and everything's heading. We throw it over the middle and it's intercepted. Bill, we're losing our yeah, poise that, yeah. when we have the advantage, right? And that makes Just, zero sense to right. me. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and it's it's something that you do not expect from a team. 
We have young guys up front, but the ones that are making these bad decisions, they're veterans. And they're guys that we're accustomed, that are accustomed to making plays in much tougher situations than that. I saw Dak throw some crazy passes, and then all of a sudden you see him drop a dime to Michael Gallup. Yeah. That you go, wow. And so the inconsistency is, is not just about uh, when it happens. It's why the inconsistency. And that, that bothers me from a, just a, 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 a mental standpoint. We, well, need to be, we need to be more comfortable with ourselves going down the stretch offensively. Let me, let me add to the uncomfortableness. He ended up getting sacked four times. He ended up getting hit five times. This doesn't unnecessary. No, this doesn't happen normally. Five of his passes were batted down, and he ends up running the ball, running the ball uh, seven times for 15 yards. Now he's not running the ball because they're called runs or they're RPOs. They're running to keep from getting sacked. That's right. So. Some reason this offensive line is just not functioning. And to make it worse, they end up without both starting offensive tackles for the final quarter because one gets thrown out for sticking up with his quarterback, <laughs> which everybody wanted him to do last year, right? And then there's a price to pay. Uh, yes, it is. And then Tyron goes out with, uh, you know, the aggravating ankle. that foot injury again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's never good to have Steele and Nasecki playing your offensive tackles uh, for nearly a quarter. But now even saying all of that, uh, that can lead to our inability to move the ball. That leads to our inability to get third downs, to finish drives. I get that. But as a quarterback, you are the person that needs to make the right decision that can counter whatever faults you're having. You, you, have to, you have to be better, and he has been better, and all of a sudden he's not better. It's like the decisions are bad. The, that's all it is. It's right? the decisions. The it's decisions. not the ability yes, at all. exactly. And that, is, that worries me. Like, what is going on uh, with his, his – And his, it's, and it's uh, situational awareness. I mean, there is uh, – you take over with 509 left in the game. They had just cut your lead to 13 points. All right, and Clement carried for three yards. You're, you're facing second and seven, and that interception, the touchdown was scored at 413 left in the game. Mm-hmm. All right, if you just run, and I'm talking whether it's Dak or Kellen Moore or whatever, you just run the ball twice, <laughs> and you're taking at least two minutes off the clock where they're getting the football back with basically two and a half minutes left, and they're down 13 points, and you've punted the ball away. they got to drive the length of the field. It just took them five minutes in the fourth quarter <laughs> to go all the way down the field. Against you. They're not going to be able to do it twice. You can't, the you, only way that they can come back in this game is if you do what you did. You can't be cute with time management. Mm-hmm. You just can't. you well, got to be smart. Even after that, even after that, they got the ball back with 4:07 left, and they had a three and out. And the last of the, it was third and three, and they tried to throw a slant to Gallup, and it was incomplete. And now, well, at that, and at that point, you're only up six or, yeah, or up seven. seven. You're up seven, right? And you got to get a first down, yeah, right? And yeah. so I got no quarrel with throwing at that. But the game's on again at that point. Now, to your point, the guy knew he was Zeke right was back in the game. And you have to be able to be able to run the football well enough to put away teams in the fourth quarter. That's playoff football. Yeah, and then the worst right. part was that it's you don't pick it up. And it's fourth and three, and Anger, who's hitting fifty and sixty yard punts, it's like a twenty forty yarder. Thank God for the defense. Yes. Okay. Thank God they did everything they could. Thank God to the win guy this dropped game. the ball on the <laughs> pass down the side. Man, well, that was a really beautiful pass. It I, was. I, I got to say, we got we got a break on that one. It was right, right there. there. I don't know what he's stumbling for. Just catch the ball and fall. I think okay. he, he wanted to score. All right. What do you think of the fumble the that was reviewed, on whether it was a pass or a fumble? I was with Dean Blandino. I didn't think there was enough evidence to reverse the call. I think it was a good call and should not have been reversed. I think it was a good call from the get. What because if it was he, Dak? No. It, it, it still would have. The ball, his hand, 
did not come forward with the ball in his possession. And that's what he said, with control. Right. That's the key right there. Even when he was going forward, by that time he had lost control. So to me, that that word there made the difference in, okay, it went forward, but, you know, you're, you're, you're going forward. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's going to be going forward, but you did not have control of it even when your hand was going forward. All right, we've got more. And by the way, oh. if they had ruled it a, a, a pass, does he get called for grounding? Because he wasn't throwing it to anybody. It was nobody. Well, it would but be, he was it, getting it's, hit. It's, right? You're getting hit. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. right. Yeah. So, all right, we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Send your favorite Dallas Cowboy players to the 2022 Pro Bowl. Vote for each player by visiting NFL.com slash Pro Bowl or by tweeting or retweeting posts with hashtag Pro Bowl vote and the player's name. Vote for your boys today. All right. Final eight minutes of mix shots here. And to finish what we were talking about, I still think his elbow came down out of bounds on that throw before up the touchdown. knee. Before the knee? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. We weren't talking about this on the air. We were in the break. Uh, we were talking about what the... we were talking about before yeah, but we, we came gotta, back for we, break. We need to go ahead and let the listener <laughs> no. know what we were talking about because <laughs> we have not even mentioned the Cam Sims touchdown on the air. Okay, so the Cam yards. Sims touchdown, Mickey says it should not have been a touchdown. Me and the guy that was standing right next to it. <laughs> right? Trayvon? No. The official oh, the ruled, official, yeah, when he ruled that it. he was out yeah. of bounds. He was out of bounds. Well, I thought he was inbounds. I thought his knee hit first, and I hated to make that call. I thought his elbow hit now, before The only his thing knee I was hit. waiting to see is when his elbow hit, if he still had control of the mm-hmm. ball. But I couldn't see. I didn't have a good shot of that. I don't think they ever showed a good shot of that. That's the only and thing. That's I the could case. See. If call on the field is incomplete, then there's not enough It'd be evidence tough to, to overturn. overturn. They they went with the knee. They went with the knee. You know, when John Madden says one knee is worth two feet, then you know they're oh, gonna take that I, to the bank. I'm with you. Yeah, but the elbow I thought hit out of bounds mm-hmm. first. And think about how well the defense played too. By the way, yeah, because that that got them to 14 points. Otherwise, they would have had seven. And eight takeaways in two games. And, and you know, we, we, we always count our blessings, and we should, because as much as we uh, 
just pointed out some mistakes that Dak made. There were about three interceptions they should have caught. And the, the, the once again, passes that were just... Anthony Brown had two of them. Oh, wow. Man, come on. One of them was like mm-hmm. going, you know how you do warm-ups? Yeah. Pat and go. They call it Pat and uh-huh. go. Pat and yeah. go. The that was the first DB's one, DB's right? wide receivers Over lined up. We run down the sideline. You know, guys like Troy and Romo and, and Danny White, they throw you the ball and you catch it and everybody plays wide receiver just to warm up. Who had the other one? Was it um, was it Diggs? Uh, no, Diggs, uh, he actually turned around to look for the ball on his other knockdown. No, maybe that was it. I just thought there was and another he, he one. He tried to kind of put his hands up. Yeah. 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 So tell me this. Have we changed the identity of this team? Is it a defensive team now and not an offensive team? I think they're both an in- inconsistent team. You know, I wish the defense could play like this all the time, but they don't. I wish Jordan Lewis could be that dude every game. But sometimes he's completely the other dude. He gets lost. Yeah, but t- this game, he was amazing. I mean, you, you're proud of him one game, and then you're, like, baffled. So what we were talking about last week, I said going into the uh, 15th. Knee down. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> the knee is down. The knee I'm is down. I'm showing Everson the shot. There's a shot of Cam Sims. Uh, it's from a ground knees, level knees end zone shot. I'm going to show down. you, Mickey. Elbows it, up, it knees down. It appears the knee is down before the elbow is down. Yeah, it appears. I like the way you use those words. There you go. I'm you try to be diplomatic. Look at it there. In other words, he said, look, you blind oh. bat. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Look, you blind bat. <laughs> what you don't think his elbows down? No, it's not down yet. No, not yet. Not no, yet. that's that's just the angle. It looks kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at it. Well, See, uh, there you go. Hit, hit play on it. Hit play on it. No, no, go dial it. Left hand corner down the bottom. And you'll see the knee. Okay, I saw it. There you go. No, no, no. Uh, Just go, go Q and I. Don't ever give yeah, in. That, that's right. <laughs> oh, that so, was fun. So Did what Mickey, I was, are you giving in? I, I, he is. I we will. win? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. all right. Because I never got to see that. Yeah, there you go. That Great shot. ever came up. It, uh, it's off the game broadcast. Mm-hmm. So this defense, <laughs> here's the weird thing on the defense, is going into this Saints game, they were 15th in total defense. After the Saints game, they were 27th. Yeah. And now they're 10th. Come, on. They're Come 10th. on, man. They're 10th. Come on, man. Get out of here. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, I was I once, it took me a while to make the run. I was on the way home, so I had to listen to Brad. You got to listen to Brad. You didn't have to listen Thank to Brad. Thank you, sir. There you go. I agree with you on that. I, I well, did who this. else was he going to listen to? not the other guy. Uh, so, Babe? Oh. Anyway, <laughs> just the other guy. So, uh, uh, no, he, he talked about how um, – uh, God, what are we talking about? So you got me okay. Total defense. Total defense. Third downs. Yes. The Dallas Cowboys are one of the top third down defensive teams in the NFL. Yes. Which is ridiculous. On the other hand – when it comes to third and 10-plus, they're one of the worst. Because they give up that big What play. is happening? What is going on? You know? I think they back Too off. Too many tipping points we got going here, man. You know? That's when you need to send them boys in the that's front. When you, so, that's when you go. It's time to kill going, it. They're going for too many picks and they're giving yeah, up big that's plays. When they, yeah, that's Charge. when they're, <laughs> that's when they're that's when you're supposed to kill it. That's when you're supposed to put the knee on the neck. But not this time. They, 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 that's when they give it up. They aren't running enough picket fence defenses to keep the 10-yard. Picket fence defense. Uh-huh, the Marinelli, the picket fence well, where sure you line never, them all up at, they're, the, they're third at the first down They're third sticks. and 20, and they let them throw underneath. Underneath, and, and, and you, you have and everybody they, at and the And they gain 18, marker. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you got off the field, but you could have had them punting <laughs> two first downs further I mean, when away. it's all said and done, you kind of that's the mentality anyway I guess. when it's all said and done. But you just start off from a different position. You know, the other thing, the, the, the Cowboys are 12th in points allowed, 22.1. And get this, after, what did they end up with, like 320-some yards mm-hmm. total yeah. offense, mm-hmm. whatever it was, they're now number two in total offense. They're one yard a game behind Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yeah. And when it comes to points, they're now 29.2. They're second 
Tampa Bay's 31.5. Well, let's look at, mm. the, you know, of course, yeah, I like this. So one, one of the darn shows, it, this offense. <laughs> one of the shows, one of the shows I always talk about putting things into perspective. As you look at just those two teams, Cowboys, Bucks, uh, the Bucks, since the loss, they seem to have righted the, right the ship. They seem to be on a better path than we are. Since getting momentum-wise. By, by Washington. By, by Washington. Yeah. Yes. And, and even though, record-wise, you know, we had a stumble. Now two in a row. So you could say, what, three out of four we won, correct? They're like three and three after being let's, let's just, six let's and Let's don't count the bad ones. Six and, <laughs> three and three last after four. six last and Last four. The last, last four. four. You're talking about uh, Cowboys? Cowboys. Two okay. and two. Lost two, two, and two. straight and won mm-hmm. two straight. Okay, so let's look at the one. Let's let's look at the last three then. We won two out of three. <laughs> so once again, the, 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 the path sounds good, you know, from a, just, just hearing it. But from what we've seen, it's the inconsistency is still there, and that I'm, makes me nervous. I'm looking at Tampa Bay. Since that loss to Washington on November 14th, they've won four straight games against the Giants, at Indianapolis, at Atlanta, and Buffalo, and they've scored 30 or more points in all four of those games. That's, that's pretty quality. You know who else righted the ship after beating the Cowboys, basically, was Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost since. And I they're tied for the best record right. in the AFC now. And look at how they're doing it. And then guess who went the other Very direction? Very unspectacular. After the Raiders <laughs> beat the Cowboys in yeah. overtime, they hadn't won another game. Oh, is that something? And not they have been losing badly. See, that's the well. Problem. They just played two. Well, but they lost they badly. Lost. Washington, they lost badly. Washington and Kansas yes. City. Yeah. Come on. And they had lost two before that. Also, I uh-huh. think so. Yeah, they were not, see, that's, not see, that's the loss. That's, that's the losses that, that hurt stick you. in your throat, right? Mm-hmm. Because okay, Kansas City beat me at home, nineteen to nine. Fine. The Denver one. Those things happen. But losing to the Raiders like that, they're just horse bleep. Look at this. I got. I'm like. Oh yeah, America's rivalry. You know what? Like we I'm almost gonna get my, my stuff all We almost had stuff. another. You almost chapter. had another chapter there. <laughs> they come back. <laughs> you know what that play reminded me of? It reminded me of when in what '92 when the Cowboys were gonna clinch the NFC uh, East and mm-hmm. they were at Washington. Remember the fumble in the end zone? Mm-hmm. And then Emmett went to try to pick it up. And <laughs> oh, I got to tell, tell this story. I, I was in the locker room after that game and Jimmy, oh, it was so tense mm-hmm. in that locker room. And so there's reporters crowded around Jimmy and it's just quiet. Everyone's afraid to ask questions, I guess. And so Jimmy said his bit and then uh, maybe somebody asked a question, and it's just silence, and you just hear the smacking of Jimmy's lips. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then finally, and then finally, I, I broke the silence. I said, "So, are you upset about the play in the oh, end zone?" <laughs> Lord. That is and not Jimmy, a good one. Jimmy says, "I'm upset about a lot of things," and he stormed <laughs> off. <laughs> That was it. That was it. Oh, oh no! That no, that was it. not it. Because oh, oh, not the, it. The flight because home. when they got in the flight home, and uh, they were serving dinner, and he cut off food service. He got wow. mad at somebody that was kind of yucking it up, eating a yeah, meal. Yeah. And uh, they, they, no more food. Get, get the food out of here. We're not eating. Are you proud of me for having the guts to ask a question, though? <laughs> I, I, I don't think it, it wouldn't matter what you said. He was going to walk off the stage. <laughs> That's right. right? It That's didn't matter exactly what right. you said. That's but yeah, right. I yep. think maybe the fact that you said it, he's like, oh, Bill's cool. You know what I mean? If it had been <laughs> well, there, like well, Stags, here's another. Like, here's another quickly another Jimmy story. You know, there's the famous one where the Monday after a loss and Ed Werder, uh, it was in the library at Valley Ranch, and uh, it's kind of informal press conference, not carried by you know on the radio or anything. Yeah. It's and uh, what was it that Ed Ed smirked or something? I don't know what he Jimmy said something, and I, I don't know. Jimmy was getting up to leave, and Ed laughed at something like, "Oh yeah, ha ha ha," or something and, like that, right? And and so as Jimmy's walking out of the library, he says something funny, Ed, uh, something uh, something repeated. humorous. Something yes. funny, Ed. Something humorous, and he storms off. Well, then there's another time. It was myself and John Radigan. It was the, the big Tuesday press conference in the team meeting room, 
And John and I were sitting up in the far corner of it. I wasn't planning on asking any questions or anything. Not, not, don't fall for it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Radigan showed me something that was funny or what I don't remember. And so uh, we were laughing. Oh, God. So, Have you so, guys not learned? <laughs> and so Jimmy, Jimmy looks up at me and he says, you got a question, Bill? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm good. Then, okay, so so and so he it was one of those. He's just dead serious. Yeah, you know, he's so mad. Whatever. And so he basically stormed out of the meeting room. It was it, that was back when we used to have you know Jerry would serve us lunch at yeah, the yeah. so we're leaving and we were in the players' parking lot. Media could park in the players' parking lot and everything. Jimmy, this is half hour later. I'm leaving, going to my car. Jimmy is coming in from his noon jog in the parking lot. He sees me across the the parking lot and laughing yells at me. You got a question, oh, Bill? Lord. Like that. See it was that? all just See an that? act. Always, yeah. it always, always. <laughs> That's what I try to tell everybody. Come on, get out of here, <laughs> Jimmy. With that, you remember uh-huh. the time? You remember the time in the in the team meeting room? He he got huffy about something and he and he stormed off. He just walked out yeah, of, yeah. out of the out of the press Which conference, time? right? Which uh-huh. yeah. And I found out later he was already planned because on, he uh-huh. wanted to set the tone for Wednesday. Yeah, when the guys right. came they do they practice. do the players like that all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. they do the players like that all the time because he knows they're watching. They're, they're going right? to pick somebody. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know that's going to be the guy that's going to be using it for an example or something like that. And, and I'm not saying that being critical of it. I think you know that was that was just his coaching I acumen. Am. You know, yeah, I am. there you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a reason. Or the time, or the time, the time John Roper fell asleep in the team meeting, right? And, and they were all getting up to leave, and they were going to. Wake Roper up, and Jimmy's like, "No, no, no. Uh-uh. let him sleep." There. Oh, that's uh-huh. hilarious! And he ends up waking up in a that in, is in an empty room, right? <laughs> and uh, Bruce Mays walks in and says, uh, "Get your playbook. Jimmy wants to talk to you." Oh, oh, oh that's bad. And then yeah. the fa- oh, and then bad. Jimmy always says, "If it was Michael or Emmett, yeah. he would have got him a pillow." It's sort of yeah. like the story. And that I, I don't like. That I don't like. <laughs> the story. You know, be true to the game, man. The story I told to you about Michael missing the the charter flight to Detroit. Right, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael had to pay for the flight to get there himself, mm-hmm. and then he, Jimmy calls him in and basically says, "Okay, your punishment is you're out the first series of the game. You're benched." So Norm, wow. Norm finds out about it, right? Norv Turner, yeah. he finds out about it and he tells Jimmy, he goes, "So if we kick off, is that the first possession?" <laughs> <laughs> is that the first yeah, because Detroit has the ball first. Yeah, he actually caught it. That's a possession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's oh dang! How far? Oh, we, we, oh, we went way oh, over oh, here. Oh, All right, you guys. All right. I've just been entertained. I yeah. was not telling any stories. All right, and we will be back with a shortened version of Mix yeah, Shots yeah. tomorrow. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!